Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you're having an amazing week so far. It is Wednesday as I'm recording this. I just made a coffee that honestly I would rate like a three out of 10. It's definitely not my favorite, but it's what's going to be getting me through because I don't know what it is about Wednesdays, but as soon as it hits like three o'clock, my brain just stops working. So I'm really trying just to stay motivated and just kind of keep going. That way I can close out today feeling really just accomplished and just feeling good at the end of the day. But I hope that you're doing well and I'm super excited to talk to you guys about today's topic, which is going to be all about how mindful living can really transform your life. I will definitely be the first to admit that I wasn't always this mindful living type of person. I wasn't a stop and smell the roses type of person either. I spent the majority of my late teen years into my early 20s feeling as though I had to rush through everything in order to make the most out of life. And throughout that experience, I ended up not feeling like I was living life to the fullest, even though I was, you know, accomplishing things really fast, even though I had a lot going on. I was never truly present in any of those moments, and it just left me feeling really unfulfilled at the end of the day, and so that's kind of when I knew I needed to make some sort of change. In today's fast-paced world, it can be really easy to get just caught up in the hustle and bustle of daily life. I feel like we're constantly bombarded with information and distractions and responsibilities, and it can just be really difficult to navigate that. Trying to find that sense of balance and inner peace is something that I really struggle with, and I think that a lot of us are in the same boat with that. And honestly, this is where mindfulness comes in. Mindfulness is a practice of being fully present and engaged in the present moment without judgment or distraction. When I first learned about mindfulness, I really thought it just had to do with meditation. I thought the words were semi-synonymous. I thought that in order to be mindful and live a mindful life, you had to meditate, you had to sit in silence, and you had to just kind of be in tune with what was going on. And for the record, I have nothing against meditation. It's just something that I really struggle with because the idea of sitting down and being still and essentially just trying to scan your body, your mind, your emotions for what's going on, I really struggle with doing that. My mind has a tendency just to jump from one place to another, and so I really never pursued mindfulness because I thought that I had to meditate in order to achieve it, if that makes sense. But in reality, mindfulness really just involves paying attention to your thoughts, feelings, and sensations while cultivating a sense of awareness and acceptance through your experiences. With that definition of mindfulness in mind, we can really begin to see how this isn't something that you just have to experience through meditation. There's many, many different ways that you can actually practice mindfulness that don't involve sitting still. I've definitely talked about this one before, but I started calling it active meditation. And essentially every single morning or evening or whatever, it is that I go for my dog walk, I use that time to engage in active meditation. And this is something that I really started doing because I, like I said, I struggled with sitting still. But I would read all these benefits of mindfulness and I wanted to experience those for myself. So I decided, hey, if mindfulness is really just all about being in tune with your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and just, you know, what's going on within yourself, I don't see any reason why I can't do that while out on my dog walk. So that's exactly what I started doing and I just started calling it my active meditation for the day. And this is something that I really haven't stopped doing every time I go on a dog walk or even just a walk by myself or with friends or family. I really just try to take that time to connect with how I'm feeling. And the easiest part 
to me about that is the fact that when you're walking, not only do you have time just away from other distractions to focus on your thoughts and emotions, but you're also able to do like a physical scan of your body. You can kind of determine if you're feeling tense anywhere, if you're feeling sore, if you're feeling tired. I just found that walking was a really easy way for me to engage in mindfulness while still being able to do something else at the same time. By practicing mindfulness, you can reduce stress, increase resilience, and improve your overall well-being. And that's why so many people have started to kind of incorporate it into their daily lives. And in today's episode, we're really going to be focusing on how mindful living can transform your life. So I really want this to be all about sharing the benefits of mindfulness. That way, if you've been thinking of trying it, maybe this is going to be kind of that final push that you need in order to start doing it yourself. So without further ado, here are some of the benefits of mindfulness and how it can really be incorporated into your daily life. Number one, stress reduction. Mindfulness has been shown to reduce stress and anxiety levels by helping really calm down the mind and increase feelings of relaxation. By practicing mindfulness regularly, you can really learn to respond to stress in a more positive and constructive way and then develop a greater resilience to life's challenges. This was a really big benefit for me because my stress response wasn't something that was the best, I guess you could say. I definitely am somebody who sometimes cracks underneath pressure. I get really overwhelmed when I feel like there's a lot going on or if there's a lot on my plates. And what I realized is that sometimes I just take too much on at one time. I have too much going on in my work, in my personal life, with my relationships. And ultimately, mindfulness really helped me understand where my limits were so I could prevent going over them. And that in itself is really helpful to reduce that stress level because you're really taking note of the things that stress you out in life. And when you're engaging in mindfulness, you can kind of go through and not only check your like emotional well-being, but also your physical well-being. And what I found interesting is that when I first started practicing mindfulness, I would really actually understand where that tension was in my body, which I had always heard other people talk about, but I had never really experienced that connection to my body before. I remember when I was going for a walk one day and I noticed that I had a ton of stress in like my right shoulder going into my neck. And later that evening, I developed a massive headache and it ended up being a stress headache. There was just too much going on and I was honestly collecting all of that stress and it was just tensing up in my body. So when you are learning to be mindful and when you are practicing a very mindful lifestyle, it can really be helpful because you're going to take note of those things and those changes in your body and in your actions or your experiences and then use that to help reduce stress in the future. Number two, improved focus and productivity. Mindfulness can really also help you improve your focus, concentration, and your productivity, which are three things that I definitely wanted to experience. I think we all are looking for ways to be more productive, to do more in less time, and really just take advantage of our lives. And like I mentioned earlier, this is something that I sacrifice a lot for at a certain point in my life. Like I mentioned earlier, I was never really a stop and smell the roses type of person and a big reason for that was because I felt this pressure to be as productive as possible. And simply put, that meant there was no time for me to stop and smell the roses. There was no time for me to be present in every single moment because I was too focused on what was going to be happening in the future. I think I talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but I ended up doing a four-year degree in two years and unfortunately, I missed out on a good chunk of the traditional college experience because of that. And frankly, I had no reason to rush through my degree. I just wanted to be done with it because I thought that I was going to be able to get ahead and be more focused on my career and be more productive. But in the end, I ended up regretting it because I felt like I wasn't truly taking in every moment for what it was worth. And I was just so focused on the future that I wasn't focused on the present. And so when you're learning to incorporate mindfulness into your life, you really start training your mind to stay present and focused on 
every single task at hand. And by doing so, you're really allowing your brain to dedicate all of its power onto what you're focusing on, if that makes sense. I remember reading something about multitasking and it was basically like, multitasking actually doesn't help you get more work done. And when I first read that, I was super confused because I was like, no, of course it does. Like multitasking is what got me through my entire life so far. But mindfulness really showed me that you can really work more efficiently and effectively when you are focused on one thing at a time. And I think that that was something that not only relieves a lot of stress, but also helps me be more productive moving forward because you're not worried about a million things all at once. You're worried about one thing at one time and you can just kind of finish it on your own timeline. Number three, increased self-awareness. Mindfulness can really help you become more self-aware and stay in tune with your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. I'm the biggest advocate for building a relationship with yourself and mindfulness has had a massive role in that for me. When you're old and you're looking back on your life, you're going to realize that the person you spent the most time with was yourself. And I think that that's why it's really important that we cultivate that relationship with who we are. And obviously a big part of that is self-awareness. So by practicing mindfulness, you can really develop a greater understanding of your inner world and then gain insights into how your mind works. This can be so helpful in any area of your life. I have a couple of examples for you guys just to kind of show you how it's impacted me. This can honestly benefit you in every single area of your life, being self-aware and knowing kind of who you are and what you like, what you don't like, and how your mind works is so advantageous. And I think that it's something that every single person should focus on trying to learn more about. Knowing yourself and being true to yourself is probably one of the greatest favors that you can do for yourself. Through mindfulness, because I am self-aware and I do feel like I know myself pretty well, I was able to turn down a job that otherwise I would have jumped on because I knew, hey, that is not going to align with who I am. And that was a big deal for me. And it took a lot of just trust that I knew who I am and mindfulness is really something that you can practice to know yourself in that way so you can make those big decisions with a lot of confidence. Increased self-awareness also means that you're going to be able to understand how your mind works so you can kind of better plan for what you might run into later on. So for example, I know that I will procrastinate anything that feels like it's going to be hard or boring. I really didn't want to do my taxes this year. I was just putting it off and putting it off, but ultimately I had to understand that, okay, because I'm going to continue to put this off, I really need to eliminate all distractions and create an environment that I know will be good for me to work in. And the only reason I was able to make those decisions and create that space for myself was because I was practicing mindfulness and being really self-aware about who I am and what I do and don't like to do. And lastly, number four, mindfulness can really help improve your relationships by fostering greater empathy, understanding, and compassion. By practicing mindfulness, you can learn how to communicate more effectively and really connect more deeply with others. And of course, this is ultimately going to lead to stronger and more fulfilling relationships, which I think we all want at the end of the day. When I initially started my whole mindful living journey, I really didn't think that it was going to be something that would impact my relationships. I, of course, thought it was going to be something that would impact my relationship with myself. I thought it would impact my emotional well-being, my physical well-being, and I really just thought it was going to be a very selfish activity for myself, if that makes sense. Like, I thought mindfulness was just going to be all about me, and it was going to only benefit me. But in reality, mindfulness kind of as a byproduct really helps benefit your relationships to both your friends, maybe your partner, or even your family members. Another cool thing about this is that when you are practicing mindful living, it is also something that other people might be inspired by. So for example, I have been doing this whole active meditation thing for a while now, and recently my partner decided that he also wanted to start doing meditation, and I was like, oh my gosh, like absolutely, let's do it together. It's just a cool little thing that can happen when you 
are talking about it and when you are actively trying to make mindfulness a key part of your life. I really just wanted to close out today's podcast with some extra tips on how you can actually practice mindfulness and incorporate it into your day-to-day life. So I wrote down three for you guys. These are the three that I would say are the most important. Number one, start with really small steps. You really want to begin by practicing mindfulness for just a few minutes each day. I know it can feel like you just want to jump right into it. I'm going to meditate or active meditate for like 30 minutes, but you really need to give yourself a small, small, small time period to practice it in. Focus on building the habit of mindfulness first, and then you can kind of lengthen the time as time does go on. I would really recommend that you start by focusing on your breath or a very simple object. Maybe you can have something in your hand that you can kind of feel or focus on. I personally have always preferred to focus on my breath because it is something that I can physically feel and physically control. So I found that that was the most kind of useful tool for me. But again, take your time. Don't jump headfirst into the mindfulness pool. Just take your time with it and focus on gradually increasing the amount of time you spend practicing mindfulness. Tip number two, this relates back to my whole active meditation thing. But again, you can practice mindfulness in everyday activities. You could literally be brushing your teeth or making your morning cup of coffee and be practicing mindfulness while you do that activity. And I would actually recommend doing that because at least then you're not so focused on quote unquote, getting mindfulness right. I feel like that's something that sometimes you can obsess over. You worry about, am I doing this the right way? What should I be feeling? What should I be thinking? Scratch that from your mind. Don't worry about anything else and just focus on doing an activity and being really present in that moment. Engage all of your senses in the activity at hand and go from there. And finally, last but not least, tip number three is to use mindfulness apps and other resources. There are honestly so many apps and guides out there that I found really helpful when I first started. Again, guided meditations weren't really for me because I didn't like sitting still in that sense, but there's tons of other meditations that you can play while you're out on a walk or maybe while you're at the gym or even when you're just getting ready in the morning. What I like about the guided aspect of it is that it kind of walks you through what you should be doing and so you don't have to focus on what you should be doing, if that makes sense. Like somebody is telling you, okay, take a deep breath in. That way you're not overthinking the whole situation. I don't know if that made sense, but it is really helpful. Overall, mindfulness is a really powerful tool to help you improve your overall well-being and reduce stress and anxiety in your day-to-day life. By incorporating mindfulness into your daily routine, you can start to develop a greater self-awareness, improve your relationships, and achieve greater success in all areas of your life. So I would really encourage you to give it a try today. If you've been considering living a mindful life or even just practicing mindfulness every now and then, I would really encourage you to just give it a try. And if it feels weird or awkward the first time you try it, don't give up right after. That's something that I did and I do regret not sticking to it. Give it a really good try. I have always been a fan of like 30-day challenges, so you could do like my 30-day mindfulness challenge and then see how you feel at the end of that 30 days. That is just a little kind of parting piece of advice that I think would work well if I was restarting this whole journey from day one. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I honestly appreciate it more than you will ever know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps me out and it also helps the podcast get out to more people who might benefit from it as well. So thanks again and I'll talk to you guys all next time on Onwards and Upwards.